listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from the balmy center of the center of the United States, where I am convinced that Brahms ice cream is better than Tillamook ice cream. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from beautiful Piedmont, Oklahoma. I'm Andrew Hoffman, where it, I'm not totally going to argue with that. I think it's funny that the local Sprouts here in Oklahoma sells Tillamook ice cream like it's a you know amazing <laughs> product. But. You don't know about the Tillamook following, my friend. That's everybody. Everybody loves Tillamook. That's like a that's a that's a thing. Uh, the Tillamook following in Oklahoma, just in general. I mean, there's a huge one in Washington too. It's it's got a, a bit of a mystique around it. Uh, I mean, it's makes a little more sense in the Northwest since it's from Tillamook. But it's like it's like air. Do you notice air around you, Andrew? If you don't notice <laughs> the air around you, it's because there's so much of it. Well, you're no longer in that area where the Tillamook comes from. So other people are like, this is amazing. I've, you know, because, oh, you know, this is Oklahoma. What's your choice? Briars or, you know, some sort of, you know, multinational corporation or the one from Tuttle, Oklahoma. Good old Brahms. Yeah. We had some Brahms ice cream on Independence Day. Oh, my gosh. That was Seriously. good. Just that was good. Yeah, it was that was America right there. It was. I mean, that's America, yeah. dude. What are we yeah, doing we here? Were, we, like I, I told you and Will, you know, we ate lunch at the. It was like Happy, Happy Times Diner, something like that. Okay. And just kind of like a fifties diner deal. And the, there's this kid in there, probably ten years old, full mullet. It was. I'm like, yeah, this is America right this here. This is absolutely America. <laughs> so, 
when I was yeah. down in when I was down the other end of town, I would go into Norman to work out, and there's a dude in the, one of the Norman gyms, and he has a full. He was a he was a uh, uh, instructor at the gym, so you go into your you know high intensity training, interval training, or even like your spin class, and this dude had a full on mullet, like <laughs> like not ironically. Like right. He was. He was. That's uh, he the was. Key. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's not ironic. It's not like the Portland. Isn't this so cool? I'm gonna wear my goth outfit. No, no. This dude's sleeveless shirts, all tatted up. You know, short shorts, ripped, and then curly hair all across the top, almost like a mohawk, and then curly hair down the back. Just, just in there. Like what? My name's Jared. What's going on? You come here to work out. Or you come here to lay around. Let's get this done. It's like, all right, man, whatever. I mean, with that hair, you've already done it. I'm, you know, it's five o'clock in the morning. Your hair already looks like that. I'm, I guess <laughs> you're on top of stuff, man. I'll, I'll do whatever you say. What do you, I'll flip this tire over. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there's the unironic mullets around here. And then it looked like uh, your mayor was, uh, was he participating in the Netherlands, Netherlands protests there? <laughs> it was. It was a parade, not a protest. Okay. So, you know, this is the same guy who rode a hay bale at the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. So in this one, it looked a little more comfortable. He was in the the front loader of a, a big old John Deere tractor waving an American flag. So it was, it's, it's pretty American right there, too. Can you- is, I mean, is it, this guy's going to run unopposed for the next election. This he keeps this up. I mean, this is... Yeah. Is anybody well, dare going to speak up and try and get in this man's way? Speaking of elections, so, you know, I did my homework. I figured out which one were the, like, good liberty candidates and which ones were the, the establishment candidates. And so, you know, I was, was proud of my... of who I voted for. And they... Almost uniformly lost. So, Ooh, yeah, interesting. The establishment Republican still in charge in Oklahoma. So that's how you have the, especially at the you know congressional, Senate, the, like the national level offices. But too bad. Hmm. Yeah, that is too bad for sure. It's interesting to hear that we have the two different versions of the republican party here yeah (laughs) yeah the republican primary is definitely the where you know where it's at for elections but i see i see people wearing masks and uh i automatically assume they're liberal around here uh yeah but yeah it was how was your fourth how was your let's talk about that how was your independence day that was the fourth it was good yeah, it's in in addition to you know Brahms and the diner, we went to Arbuckle Wilderness. You went to Arbuckle. Yeah, we on the fourth. On the fourth. Wow. So we saw uh, <laughs> a, a tiger. <laughs> we saw a rhino. Saw lots of deer. Lots yeah. of you know various flavors of deer there. Llamas, and uh, lots of llamas, lots of emus, alpacas. The, the emus and the ostriches were pretty entertaining. Yeah, kind of scary when they stick their head in the car. It's a little concerning. Yeah, and 
you know, when you look in those crazy eyes, like you understand the the insult bird brain. Like there's <laughs> just not a lot of intelligence staring back at you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Did you did you attempt to feed the camel? Uh, not like. So the car in front of us, we saw the camel just snatch that cup out of their hand with the with the food. Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. so that's, we just threw some out on the ground, and <laughs> that's what happened to me. Yeah. He he, he kind of leans over, and he he's like, you know, that's why he's fenced in, by the way, right? Like yeah. this dude's he's clearly he, he, he leans he leans over, kind of looks at you. It's like, yeah, yeah, I want some of that. Can you give me some of that food? And you stick as soon as I stuck my foot out or my 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 hand out with the cup. I guess we should tell people this is a uh, Arbuckle Wilderness is a strange wildlife preserve that you can drive through and all while feeding the animals cups of alfalfa. You can get some alfalfa at the gate and then you can feed it and animals come stick their head in. They're mostly harmless, harmless animals. But anyway, the uh, the camel. So he cons me into sticking my you know <laughs> hand out with the cup and the exact same thing that happened to that guy and it was the funniest thing he like maintains eye contact he like kind of looks at me he's looking at the car i reach my hand out he doesn't move right he waits until it gets closer and then all in one motion he literally just like i don't know the guy must he must have his neck must have dropped a foot and a half two feet in like a half a second just wham and it, and it hit it came down with such a force he grabs the cup and it just and like literally, I'm whole. I, I realize this is happening. I like grip the cup, but it's a paper cup. So <laughs> just yeah. and as I grip it, I just I realize you know it's like he goes shoot and just pulls it right out, and I just burst out loud. It was the funniest. Thing. <laughs> like I'm sure people get mad or whatever, but I was just I had to game recognize game. I mean, I totally got <laughs> I totally got conned. He was like, yeah, yeah, bring it out, bring it out a little closer. <laughs> I took the whole cup. I'm not. I'm not just going to eat a little bit of this. I'm taking the whole cup. So, so anyway. mo- mo- most of the uh, llamas and that sort of animal mm-hmm. were all down in in the water in like the little oh yeah because it's so lake hot there. It, yeah. yeah, it was over 100 degrees. So they're so some of them like up to their uh, the, you know. <laughs> Only their heads sticking out. You look out there. There's deer, just just deer heads up above the water. Everything else below the water, but staying cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. It was much cooler. It was much much cooler. We went probably way back in February or March. It was a while back. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's good. Cool. Good for you. Well, we we stayed around here well, on the fourth. We actually didn't do anything, but the we were some of the weird people who did everything on the third. So the the uh, neighborhood here, the the country club or whatever, they decided they're gonna do the fireworks on the third. So pretty much the whole neighborhood just kind of went ham on the third. So okay, we went over to my mom's house though, and my brother and sister and all their kids were there, and then. My stepdad's, some of his kids and grandkids were there, and it was it was fun. There was uh, a lot of people there, and you know, my mom has a pool, so there's a lot of just swimming and jumping in the pool and horsing around. And it's been it's been years since I've horsed around with my little brother and stuff, and while being encouraged by you know my five year old kid, it was uh, it, <laughs> it was it was good. It was a lot of fun. Then we 
uh, where actually we we napped the kids pretty late. Uh, so my daughter actually made it late uh, all the way till the fireworks. We just we were excited for her to uh, see fireworks, and uh, she actually made it. So oh, good uh, for her. Yeah, she made it all the way up until there, and she was excited. I mean, it was really cute. She was we were up on a balcony, kind of overlooking the golf course. We could see the fireworks, and she was just running back and forth across the balcony to, you know, hey, 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 you know, pointing, hey, 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 <laughs> yelling, and then grabbing people and pointing and yelling, and she uh, she really enjoyed it. It was pretty cute. Oh, that's good. We also uh, were visited. We were at someone else, someone in attendance was here house hunting from Long Beach, California. <laughs> friend of a friend who decided that uh yeah they've had enough was it gone's was it gone shimura oh buddy dude if gone if gone's was here that'd be all i've been talking about for the last 10 minutes man no i wish it was gone's no no it was a a friend of a friend of uh my my mom's so uh but yeah she was here and she was from long beach and it was I think good, good for good for us. house to Blackrock and yeah. Bio I think it was good her. good for her and good for us to 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 talk to her, my wife and I, and you know because she feels like what am I doing? Like it's a hundred degrees here, and it's, you know it's, everything looks weird. And why would I? You know why why would I move from California? And it was kind of funny, you know. So I we shared a lot about why we left Seattle, and then talked about you know our reasoning and whatnot. And uh, a couple of things I kind of re- figured out were, um, well, just one thing I figured out really was that th- this lady wasn't a conservative, okay? She wasn't a Republican. She wasn't anti-liberal either. She, she really like kind of explained herself later on in the night as just kind of center left, but but even <laughs> that's not allowed she, anymore right but even for her that's not allowed that's exactly right andrew yeah. so yeah. she told me like we had a lot of conversation but then like later in the night when uh my daughter's cutely running around pointing at the fireworks she kind of melted everybody's heart and the lady opens up to me and she was just like you know I, I was good to talk to you and she just said you know i can't i got my friend group that, that i you know go to to lunch or dinner with and I can't say any of that stuff to them. And she says, and I'm not really far right. I'm just kind of in the center. Like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe let's not do sex education for kids type of thing. And she's (laughs) like, but I can't, she's like, I can't say anything or else I'll immediately be ostracized. And she said that her little breakfast group or whatever, they came in and one of the times they were meeting up uh, when the lady was going to sit down and uh, one of the pe- members of the group goes to sit down. The other one says, well, I mean, I didn't know you were coming to today. Are you vaccinated? <laughs> and the person who just sat down knew what was coming. And she said, you know, she said that the person that 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 woman literally didn't even respond, just stood up, uh, said, I hope you guys have a great breakfast and then left. So, wow. Yeah. She, but she just like stuff going on like that in California. So she's like. Yeah, I'm moving here and, you know, I'm trying to find a, a house and it's going to be weird. Hopefully I can get a nice house. And it's like, where are you living now? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's like 1,100 square foot townhome in Long Beach. And yeah, like, you'll be fine. I'll be, I was like, you, <laughs> you'll find a place. Yeah. You'll find a place. She's like, yeah, 
they're pretty big around here, right? I was like, yes, and new and fairly cheap compared to where you came from. So anyway, so anyway, we had a good fourth too. Highlight, of course, would be my daughter running around pointing and yelling at everybody, but it was it was good, good times. Very good. Yeah, well, it was. You know what was cool about it too? Nobody was that? like, "Screw America, man! Forget this place. I hate, I hate America." Nobody, you know, there was flags in all the people's yards, and you know, you didn't have to temper yeah, it. One thing I I noticed, and you know, very small sample size, but I'm I'm walking around the little. You know, they had games set up there and pony rides and just basically centered around kids and what have you. But they had a live band playing and and then they had the fireworks after that. And I'm walking around with my nine-year-old and I'm thinking like, man, I'm not hearing like F-bombs every other word Mm. out of like teenager conversations. I don't know. Which, you know, I'm not saying is is everything it's just like if you were around a similar age group of people in Oregon yeah the you know you hmm. you'd be doing earmuffs half the time i don't know it was just it was a, a much nicer atmosphere so sure sure yeah this the the lady we were with she was kind of blown away she was like filmed the the fireworks and like narrated she's like we're house hunting in Oklahoma, and everybody loves America. It's a great time. <laughs> <laughs> she was real sweet, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, although not unmitigated good news. So, of course, we had to have another mass shooting up there in Highland Park. I'm not seeing any clips or anything that you have from this thing. No, Do you I'm have not. any? You know, I mean, same old, same old, right? It's like, yeah, they really are unleashing the crazies pretty well on yeah. uh, onto the situation. I think that it's kind of bizarre how frequent the mass shootings are at this point. They really ratcheted it up. I should should have brought my copy of uh, Behold a Pale Horse into the office here so I could read the part where they talk about ratcheting up the mass shootings until people can get feel guilty enough to give up their guns, which I think. Yeah. Is a hundred percent not going to happen. <laughs> they are not going to do it, but uh, I think that uh, it's a hundred percent what the the goal is. I mean, this is what they're doing. So, anyway, I do have, and I have to say this too. My, well, I guess I don't have to, but I want to. My my uh, brother in law lives in Lake Forest, where he was arrested. They, uh, the town next to them, Highland Park, actually was where everything went down. Uh, they had to go home and shelter in place for the whole day. So, talk about mm-hmm. a damp a damper on your fourth is a bunch of people get shot at a Fourth of July parade just across town, and then you're sheltering in place for the whole day. They had choppers like literally right over their neighborhood most of the day, doing like a manhunt looking for him, and they couldn't leave their houses. So bit of a tough tough fourth for them and i feel for them and and their kids you know it's so uh when are they moving out of illinois <laughs> uh i'll tell you this i don't know if they will i know they got a lot of kids in school right now so 
I don't know. Uh, but they, uh, uh, my brother-in-law was extremely supportive of our move to Oklahoma, as I've yeah. shared <laughs> as as I've shared previously. My my wife uh, spent summers here because her grandparents lived here, and strangely enough, my wife's parents actually grew up here. That's kind of nuts since I met her in Seattle. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very odd, but actually true. So anyway, he is familiar with Oklahoma, and he was very supportive of us moving here. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they'll move, but uh, if they do, you know, we'd be, we 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 would welcome them here. So, um, yeah, it's weird too. You know, Illinois is one of those states, just kind of like Washington and Oregon, where pretty much the entire geographic area is a conservative state, except for the massive population of Chicago and suburbs, which is liberal, and they run the state. There being well, a lot of just wackiness in the schools there. It's a very liberal but very affluent area. Very like historically safe. I mean, you, t- you start talking about Lake Forest. Right. It's like yeah. Lake Bluff. I mean, that's like this is where the uh, meat packing industry, the meat packing, not the industry, but the meat packing like barons all like lived. They have the houses up there that have like more chimneys than most houses have rooms. Like this is a really wealthy area. Um, it's crazy. They got this little punk kid out there, 120 pounds, 5'11", 120 pounds. That is skinny, Andrew. Holy moly! Yeah. <laughs> so no, uh, got the <clears throat> got the dead eye, you know, demon possessed look. It's just, it's a yeah, messed up. And he's had all the songs about like, oh, you know, I don't want to shoot up everyone, but I have to, and what, uh, yeah. So I'm on the MK Ultra, on the sidebar on Twitter for like the last two days, it said, "Photo of Highland Park shooter suspect that Marjorie Taylor Greene used is edited." Fact checkers say, and then Politifact came out and said, "An image of the Highland Park shooter suspect, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is noticeably ev- edited. There's no evidence it actually shows him in rehab or a psychiatric center." And then another thing says, uh, "Baselessly, Marjorie Taylor." Green baselessly claims the shooting was caused by antidepressants. That's from the Independent. <laughs> so I'm just glad we got all of our fact checkers out here to tell yeah. us where not to look. Look, so, look. It's with not the antidepressants. Being that he's not on antidepressants. It's no the no. That's yeah. a baseless claim, Andrew, because the because he was on antidepressants doesn't have anything to do with the mass shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, let me tell you guys something. I don't know if you're new to the show. We got a lot of people who started listening in the last year or so. I have been on antidepressants before for an extended period of time. It is the antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to tell you that right now. Uh, if you are in a bad place, antidepressants make you feel less, which in the long run makes you feel worse. That makes sense. So I have a clip from... Go ahead. It enables the disconnect between your... 100% it does. Yes, it does. Know, yes. Emotions Yes. And- it, it, reality it, it, and yep it 100 percent does and i experienced that firsthand as a drunk who also was on antidepressants really bad combination so uh anyway uh right before he does the shooting this uh kid uh looks into the camera have you heard this clip what he says no go ahead and play it yep 14 seconds it's kind of eerie i'll see y'all later Goodbye, Mr. FBI agent. Okay. 
That's a lot of sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like he's on coke. And he says, goodbye, Mr. FBI agent, is one of the people he says goodbye to. Say what? Yeah. Like <laughs> what? I, I, I listened to Alex Jones's rundown on this thing, and it drove me nuts because he's like, I watched all 26 videos from his YouTube channel and sent the links to my producers, and now they're all taken down today, and they found some of them. It's like, Alex, do you not know how to download a YouTube video? It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Andrew's like, look, I've been doing this for at least three months for this podcast. No, yeah, kidding. come on. <laughs> you put in your Neva search bar, yep. YouTube to MP3 downloader, and there you we go. should give a shout out to James M. Pilato. This man made an HTML file of every story they covered. We got them all on like Instapaper or even on our web page. And if you ever go back in the archives and click stuff, it's all gone. <laughs> it's yeah. all gone. There's some stuff through archive.org, but a lot of it's gone. Hmm. So. Yeah, step it up, uh, Alex. What's going on? So, and that that becomes the whole thing too. We're not going to talk about the antidepressants. We're not going to talk about, uh, you know, where did he get the gun? How did he illegally obtain the gun? Anything like that? No, no. What we need to talk about was, is he a Trump supporter or not? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's a huge Trump supporter. So, that's uh, seems a little bit off base, and I mean base in the. With every uh, 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 the pun, I, I, I mean that it's a little off base, but uh, I don't know. Trump supporter shows up to a Fourth of July parade and starts shooting family families. Seems off. Yeah, seems a little, seems, seems, seems a little know, before off. you run with the he's a Trump supporter thing. You might want to do some fact checking. Yeah, well, Politifact already fact checked. That he's not on SS or the SSRIs baselessly caused the shooting. <laughs> so maybe he's like my guy from uh, Utah. There, what was that guy's name? What the black the Black Lives Matter guy who showed up in a Trump hat and happened to film right. Ashley Babbitt getting shot. Yep. Maybe he's like that kind of a Trump supporter, right? Yeah, and the you know we've talked about it many times. The FBI is always aware of these people. Have you seen that Simpsons meme? Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. But yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Say it. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. The FBI was on our radar. It was on our radar. Yeah. Yeah. But we lost track of them. Well, and the the you look at it one direction, it's you know, it's okay. They lost track of them. Incompetence, whatever. But it makes a lot more sense for the, I'm not saying this particular incident, but a lot of incidents seem to be, you know, manipulated and set up by the FBI where they're just finding someone who it's believable that they would do something like this. And, you know, whether they're actually the one pulling the trigger is certainly often in doubt. So, Yeah. No, I, I'm 100% with you on that it just i don't know where they keep finding these guys it's kind of kind of wild no there's just a lot more of them and the more media hype they get the the more there will be too but and they it it's interesting too notice the way like people at home you don't even have to like look super hard into this stuff or uh 
try and figure out if it's crisis actors or if anybody really died or all that sort of stuff. Uh, just notice the way it's being framed. I think that's all you really need to notice. And then, uh, you know, I saw there's like an NBC News clip. I don't know if it was YouTube or something, but it just like the title was America's Gun Crisis Continues. Yeah, it continues. America's Gun Crisis Continues. So you can just keep running that, you know, that title indefinitely. Right. As long as we keep having them, then the gun crisis continues. Yep, uh, it's I don't know. It's there's a, a reason I didn't do a lot of research on it because it's uh, these things are always the same. But yeah, no, I know. I just I, I felt like I had to mention it too, just because my family was yeah uh, somewhat well close to it. The, so. the story that I was interested in mm-hmm. the controlled demolition of the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I've got a local news report. I didn't get the most recent one. They hadn't put it up on YouTube. It was embedded in their website, and I did, couldn't figure out how to get it out of there. But uh, yeah. Georgia Guidestones damage. So this is from earlier today, and then I'll I'll give an update after it. At noon, an investigation at the mysterious Georgia Guidestones. Here's a live exclusive Sky 4 look from the site. People who live nearby say they heard a boom this morning. Right now, our Rashad Williams is joining us live from Elbert County, Georgia, with what we know so far. Rashad. Well, Destiny, right now we know that GBI is assisting with this investigation, but we've got multiple units here on scene, including uh, the GBI's bomb disposal unit. Now the GBI tells us there is still an active explosive hazard happening here. So to give you a closer look, I want to show you some viewer photos that were sent to us. There's a lot of rubble as a result of what GBI says stems from unknown individuals that detonated an explosive device around 4 a.m., which has destroyed a large portion of this structure. And we do know that Georgia Guidestones has four column-like sides to it. And from the photos, Sky 4 video, and from where I'm standing right now, it looks like there are now three. We've seen several comments from people that live in this area saying they believed it was thunder because it caused their houses to shake. Some describing it as a boom that they heard and felt around 4 a.m. Again, GBI confirming they believe this happened around 4 a.m. So I want to give you a live look at Sky 4 once again. Over the scene right now, GBI has started to mark this area. And for those that don't know uh, what the Georgia Guidestones are, according to Explore Georgia, in part, it's Elberton's most unusual and mysterious set of granite monoliths known as America's Stonehenge, which stands at 19 feet high, and it also serves as an astronomical calendar, as well as containing messages about the conservation of mankind, which is seen um, for many here in this area as controversial. Now, again, details are limited at this time, but just to reiterate, investigators on scene have told us there is still an active explosive hazard here at the Georgia Guidestones. We will be working uh, throughout the day to bring you the latest updates as we learn more. And right now you are encouraged, if you have any information, to call Elbert County uh, at their sheriff's office or to contact GBI Athens. But for now, live in Elbert County, Rashad Williams, WIFF News 4. Rashad, thank you. We are. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, today I learned that uh, when you write in stone about eliminating almost the entire human population, it's 
some people think it's controversial. <laughs> it's controversial. Yeah, some so, people, I don't some know, some local people think it's quite controversial. Some people do, do the math on how many people there are and five hundred <laughs> million and figure out you're trying to kill seven and a half billion people. <laughs> it's just, <coughs> excuse me. It's amazing. That this is even like a thing. Like it's it's because yeah. uh, remember, like could you imagine this being a news story? Like our heads would have exploded twelve years ago if there was like. An actual mainstream story that talks about the Georgia Guidestones and what's on it. The- I, I threw in uh, uh, James Corbett interview 1079. Michael Bennett solves the Georgia Guidestones mystery from August of 2015. Oh, yeah. It'll be That's in the show notes and the, awesome. the trailer for the, the documentary there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the Georgia Guidestones have been conspiracy fodder for as long as we've been doing this that's for sure oh yeah but they i mean they literally say keep the population at or whatever at or under i think the word is under five hundred million maintained Maintained yeah in harmony with nature yes that's exactly what the problem is 1979 when they went up the population was already well over 500 million so even if you want to say like oh maintain like this is clearly a depop a literal depopulation plan, and what I was going to say is so the the initial story comes out and maintain like, like humanity said, maintain humanity under five hundred million in a perpetual balance with nature, yeah. guide reproduction wisely, improvising fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language, rule passion, faith, and tradition, and all things to be tempered with reason. Oh, scientism. Protect people <laughs> and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ted Turner. No, it wasn't really Ted Turner, but it sounds like something you would write. Yeah. So, but what I was going to say, so that initial footage, mm-hmm. one of the four pillars was indeed, you know, collapsed, mm-hmm. blown up, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the other three... From what I could tell, we're fine, right? Yeah, yeah. So Which we is were, weird because it's holding up. They're still holding. There's enough to still hold up the. Top. I mean, the, the the one that's up on top was still up there. You know it. So, <clears throat> a few hours later, they're out there with the backhoe and a bulldozer, and they've knocked everything down. So we went from one of them destroyed, and there's still explosive devices that are a problem. To oh yeah, it'll just rubbleize the the place. So, hmm. so you know, I mean, is this a is this a controlled demolition where you like nine eleven where they're shipping all the steel out to China to recycle it? You know, never mind the human remains and the rubble and everything else. Let's just clean up the crime scene and 
they don't seem too focused on figuring out who did it. I love they got Although the man. I love the man on the streets. Like this is the American Stonehenge. This is historical. Why would you destroy this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the and the clips from tonight's Ugh. was even better. I mean, they're just like, oh, I hope they catch him. This is terrible. It's like, oh yeah, it's real terrible. How, how many people do you have to talk to before you found someone that wasn't like, that's yeah, <laughs> awesome. Those things were creepy. <laughs> Well, yeah, for years they were. I think we covered we covered on this show six, eight, ten years ago. I don't even know how long ago it was. Six, eight years ago, where the, somebody defaced it, they just spray painted the heck out of it all, snuck in at, at night and spray painted it all up. Yeah, although I fell for that too, but it was Photoshop of pictures, not actual spray paint. Hmm. No, no, but that happened. That was the thing. I mean, I, f- I remember covering it years ago. Somebody yeah. defaced it. Maybe it, maybe I saw the wrong photos or whatever, but I remember that happening. Yeah. So the yeah, it's just just interesting. I don't know. I'd like to believe someone, you know, decided. Yeah, there's enough occult stuff going on. They're trying to kill us all off. We'll blow up the Georgia Guidestones. So yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I guess we'll find out whether this becomes. Uh, you know, all points bulletin, the FBI working on this around the clock, like it's a January 6th event, or, uh, you know, we just kind of never hear about it again. So, okay. Whether it was an inside job or not. They, they've already got footage of a car driving away. Looked like a pretty nice car, I will say. So, kind of strange. Yeah didn't look like the the hillbilly pickup truck that i'm sure they'd like to to frame for it it is weird that they're tearing it down yeah are they tearing down aren't they tearing down the uvalde school they always tear down the schools after the school shootings no they don't i don't think they tore down columbine uh no but everything since sandy hook yeah well, just it's just you know, there's too many of these nine uh, eleven truthers that just like won't stop. It gets onto 4chan and <laughs> people just investigate until they're you know, well, they, they learn, discover they weird things. Learn their lesson from JFK, yep. where it's like, wait a second, he was supposedly shooting from here, and the bullet hit him from that direction. How did the bullet change directions in midair? Yeah. So. Was there a gunman on the grassy knoll or was it the driver? Uh, grassy knoll. You don't think it's the driver? I don't think it's the driver, no. Yeah, side of the Uvalde school massacre to be demolished, Mayor says. Well, that's good. It's good. Good, good. We don't want to get in there and kind of reproduce or do any investigation of how the shooting went down or anything like that. No. Put an X where you were standing. I mean, I can understand it. Obviously, no one's going to allow their kid to go to school in that building again. That part makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. But the taking the steel directly from the 9-11 site. With with human remains still left unrecovered. And just, oh, yeah, we got to recycle it. We got to send it to China. I think I watched something recently. It was like a YouTube video. What was it? 
Oh, it was... You know what it was? Of all things, one night I was up late and I was watching old basketball highlights. And all of a sudden, up on the screen pops Charles Barkley and... You know, they're doing the NBA tonight or TNT, you know, pregame. And I'm like, with Ernie and uh, what's his name, all there doing it as normal, just sans shack. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a, uh, gosh, I can't, it was, it was uh, Jordan's game back with the uh, season back with the Wizards. And it was the opening day game, NBA. And, they actually showed a couple times because it, it took place in Madison Square Garden, and then they cut to the 9/11 uh, site downtown, the Twin Towers, uh, several times during the, the the coverage of this game. And it's still smoking. Oh yeah, it was smoking. It's for it's days. like, sm- but it's like it was like this is October. I mean, when is opening day in the NBA? October something, October something, two thousand one. And it's like still on fire. Like it's, it's just. Well, because I mean, they canceled all sports for a little while. Right. And then baseball was back. Uh, NBA opening day, though, I think is. I think it is October. Yeah. I think it is too. Let me look this up. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, you've got the stuff that's so hot that it's still smoking. You know, a month later. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was the weirdest thing because I it it just came on. I happened to be watching something else, and then this comes on. I thought, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then they cut to like, look, you know, we got a live look here. You know, a lot of people are. Anyway, it's blown me away. So, just one one more thing about the Georgia Guidestones. Yes, yes, please. So the the weird Stonehenge configuration, which. You know, they mentioned in that report, there's, uh, it's basically kind of like a sundial, but then the sun shines through, you know, at the exact, this tiny opening at the same time every year, you know, like solstice or what have you. And I've, I've got a question, Tim. I'm ready. Okay. So, cause you know, for hundreds thousands of years they've been able to to build things like this or you know tell what time of year it is tell okay the sun's going to be right here on on the you know shining from this angle on this day and so we're we're on a a spinning globe right spinning globe (laughs) giant spinning globe that's that is going around the sun, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which itself is moving very high rates of speed too, right? I mean, we're, you know, we're hurtling through this big bang expanding universe with the earth's, you know, going around the sun and the sun going around other stars and everything moving around. And yet you're able to exactly, exactly to the, the fraction of a centimeter know exactly where the sun's going to be shining through on a certain day of the year. Yeah, which is that's how, just interesting. That's how the Egyptians figured it out, and the Aztecs and the Mayans—they yeah. all, they all had their own version of the sundial, yeah. uh, human sacrifice area thing. 
It's almost like there's sun, moon, and stars are up there as a a god created, you know, way to track time. But <laughs> that's a crazy thought. There's some design there, but this is how my brain works. I couldn't let this go. Uh, October thirtieth, two thousand one. The still smoking almost Washington, two months after. Yeah, Washington Wizards at New York Knicks. So, hmm. still smoking. Anyway. Anywho, well, Georgia Guidestones have so, uh, have you reached out to Doctor Future to talk about this? No, I, I'm I'm curious. I wonder if he has any takes on yeah whether it was the good guys or bad guys breaking them down. Yeah, but, that's a great great question. So I might, this I might have to reach out to him myself on that. We had a uh, an email from someone. Let me find where's that article. All right, I just thought it was. It's not directly related, but the other kind of old school conspiracy thing that happened this week was CERN being fired back up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So. This was uh, sent to me, if you click on the <laughs> Hexen 2.0 tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's terrible for the podcast, but it'll be in the show notes. I almost, some... I almost put a, uh, a Putin clip in the show notes. So you want to talk okay. about, you want to talk about uh, terrible <laughs> for the show. Yeah. I was like halfway through, I was like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> so there's just some weird, like occult but also conspiracy artwork that this gal did on a bunch of tarot cards and she was selected by CERN as like their artist of the year so and it uh, Jason Burmis did a he's tracked this quite a bit with the you know the weird ritual and I think we talked about it too oh yeah yeah they did a mock human sacrifice mock human sacrifice outside of CERN and you got the the statue you know of the Indian uh, goddess Shiva, Shiva, the the idol outside, yeah. and you get. I think it's Shiva, and so then they they pick like an an artist every year, which okay, I thought we were science, not art, but and then it's just this occult lady from this was a couple of years ago that. Let me see if I can find. This story. Yeah, this is good. We got the the magician Timothy Leary. Wow, this is weird. <laughs> Some weird stuff, right? I mean, you got the hermit, Theodore Kaczynski. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Utopia, the seven chalices. What is this? The communist utopia, the ecological utopia, the gender utopia, the hmm. economic utopia, the religious utopia, the capitalist utopia, all come together at the head, which, by the way, kind of looks like a penis phallus it comes together as the techno utopia oh yeah they care so I, I found the article this article is old it's uh from 2018 but i think it in some ways makes more sense now than than even then so arts at cern gives collide award to creator of tarot cards hexen 2.0 susan trister cern this is from the Christian Journal, which is now defunct, but was 
pumping out some interesting stuff in 2018. Uh, CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research, is home to the Large Hadron Collider, the largest super collider in the world. The laboratory's stated purpose is to perform high-energy particle physics. Every year, CERN selects new artists to create pieces that interpret their research. The Collide International Award is three months ready, blah, blah, blah. All right. This month's, or this year, CERN's Collide winner was Susan Treister. Her projects reinterpret uh, given taxonomies in history to examine the existence of covert unseen forces at work in the world, whether corporate, military, or paranormal. In 1995, she created an alter ego, Rosalind Brodsky, a time-traveling researcher from the Institute of Militronics and Advanced Time Interventionality. Sounds very sciencey there. <laughs> uh, Treister's novel Hexen 2039 charts Brodsky's scientific research towards the development of new mind control technologies for the British military through a kaleidoscope series of drawings, diagrams, and photographs, which are by turns uh, Baroque, challenging, comic, elegant, mysterious, and intriguing. These works uncover or construct links between conspiracy theories, occult groups, Chernobyl, witchcraft, the U.S. film industry, British intelligence agencies, Soviet brainwashing, and behavioral control experiments at the U.S. Army and its Civil Affairs and Psychological Operations Command in light of alarming new research in contemporary neuroscience. Since winning the Clyde Award, she has been commissioned by CERN to create artwork related to the holographic universe. The Holographic Universe was an idea first suggested in the 1990s and is one where all the information that makes up our 3D reality plus time is contained in a 2D surface on its boundaries. Alright, so... The one they point out, uh, one of her artwork tarot card deals, One World Government. Hmm. War can only be abolished by the establishment of World Government. And it's got the Bertrand Russell quote on that you know we would need world government to stop war it's the justice card and then uh trister's wheel of fortune card delves into cybernetics the five of chalices card quotes hp lovecraft and open occultist two of pentacles shows the intercloud of bomb global data hmm. another cloud shows lsd yet another mk ultra you get the picture these aren't your everyday forms of art so cybernetics implications for engineering systems control computer science biology ecology political science psychology philosophy and the organization of society um such hypotheses may be better suited for manipulation and control than they are for love and understanding steve j himes 1991 just interesting that so you know there's a why lot of is research this? there's a lot of research to be done just on these cards what in the world tim yes. berners tim berners lee in favor of net neutrality human network rights working towards the semantic web machines talking to machines web 3.0 a computer generative knowledge processing web yeah and weird and then yeah. CERN, hierarchical systems connected to CERN, connect to a hypertech, connect to media, connect to the four of pentacles. What in the world? <laughs> I know. It's like, and 
And this is supposed to be a physics laboratory. Yeah. I don't know. Something else is going on there. Absolutely. So at, at this point, I am uh, much less concerned about the whole, oh, they're going to open up a black hole thing, uh, than what sort of demons are they trying to summon through this weird occult stuff that they do. So. Well, they got this thing. What's, this, what's the thing down at the bottom left? I used to know all this crap. I'm glad I don't know it anymore. But is that the... Shoot, what's the he- what the heck is the name of that thing? It's the super occultic thing. The is it is that the one for interplanetary internet? No, no, no. All the way at the bottom, the Nave of Swords. What is that thing called? Yeah, that's the interplanetary internet thing. But the oh yeah yeah you're uh, right. What is that? I used to know all like that, that stuff. shape. Yes. You don't know any of that stuff. You never looked into all that. Yeah, this is this is a super occultic. Right, symbol, the, yeah. the shape, and then you got the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, Caltech, NASA, DARPA. Yeah, the idea of interplanetary internet. Give me a break. Space is fake, people. <laughs> <laughs> the demons are lying to you. Uh, they have one for MK Ultra, the Three Swords, CIA behavior control. There's one for Google. Don't be evil. Haha, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah, this is uh somebody go check that all out. Yep. So I thought that was interesting and it's, you know, it's not timely but also is timely, I guess. Cuz we're if you're looking at what's really going on in the world, uh, looking at the spiritual occult stuff is probably going to get you further than looking for actual science. But. What do you think, man? What is it? They think they're pulling people, pulling, pulling entities through? Uh, I think they're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's just a, a modern version of you know, what the Aztecs Bible. and every other ancient civilization did with human sacrifice and hmm. rituals. It's what, whatever the... And it has another wrinkle to it, right? Remember they're looking for the the Hughes boson or whatever it is, which is right, the, the God, God particle. particle. Yeah. 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 And he, didn't, didn't they teleport a cell? Like that was the only thing they were able to do is move a cell like a half an inch or something. Oh, I, d- I don't believe they do anything that they claim to do there. But, yeah. Uh, no, it's all the... <laughs> I saw a site. Some of it I agreed with, some of it I don't. Maybe if I dig into it further, I'll agree with more of it. But the the guy's like, Stephen Hawking is the just a, you know, a fiction like the, you know, it's like, oh, Stephen Hawking says this. It's like Stephen Hawking doesn't say anything, but, uh, but just the whole, like, oh, he proved the black hole. Oh, he did this. He did that. It's like, yeah, it's just because no one will uh, argue against anything if Stephen Hawking said it, because it's like you don't want to be mean to the guy in the wheelchair. But, yeah, you know, it, it makes you wonder. Looking at pictures of CERN, I mean. <clears throat> One movie that was absolutely 
completely filled with occult uh, symbology from the 90s, which I had no idea at the time when I watched it because I wasn't up to date on all that stuff. But it looks like star. It looks like a Stargate. Like it really, literally looks mm, yeah. like from the movie Stargate. And that's a weird movie too. I've like seen clips of it recently. I was like, oh my gosh! I'm sure I had no idea that this is all a <laughs> reference to Horus and <laughs> yeah. everything else. When I was a kid, I was like, I was just oh, this is a cool movie. Yep. That's. Yeah, Well, right. let's, let's play the Alex Jones clip. It's sort Alex of related. Jones. All right, let's go straight to Alex Jones. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this, is, this could be epic, ladies and gentlemen, based <laughs> off of what I'm seeing here. I declare this July 4th, 2022, to be a declaration of independence against the alien force on this planet today, waging war against humans and our biology and our very future that is attempting to exterminate the majority of us and force the minority that's left to merge with AI computers and become cyborg slaves of Satan. I mean, yeah, I, de- I declare that too. Cyborg S- slaves of Satan. That's Man. it. That's it. Put your phone down. <laughs> it's a show title there. <laughs> cyborg. Cyborg. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> Cyborg slaves of Satan. Yeah, There's, there seems to be a lot of cyborg slaves of Satan out there. So, or yeah. as, as we would say, friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. So. Yeah, and they all still seem to be calling the shots. Crazy, by the way, that R. Kelly that was a little weird, wasn't it? R. Kelly gets thirty years after Maxwell gets twenty. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if, if it was a numbers game, the I, I don't feel like the I don't feel like that's a. We're talking about sex trafficking children, so it's all bad. But uh, I feel like uh, Galen might have been responsible for more. The whole kind of importing kids to an island type of thing, not just yeah. a mansion in the Chicago suburbs. Like I feel like there was a little more going on there than with the. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what R. Kelly did. I've, you know, whatever. But I, I can tell you, he, he basically did this, some of the same stuff at his own residence in a suburb of Chicago. Um, he had girls that were almost kind of like slaves. Like, he'd take their phone and basically just like super duper abusive relationships with underage girls. That's what he did. Taking advantage of the fact that he was R. Kelly. Exactly. Yeah, get him there with that and then kind of trap him. Is kind of what he did, but yeah, him getting thirty. When it, let me tell you, they uh, there was there was no. I didn't smell any human sacrifice uh, sense when I learned about what was going on with R. Kelly. Didn't yeah. smell anything good, I'll tell you that. But it's right. having your own island with a weird temple on it that's completely unexplained. It feels like that was a little worse. I don't know. The, that's just me. Yeah, you know, I'm just old. I'm school. not saying, I'm not saying R. Kelly shouldn't have got thirty years. It's just you know, yeah, Maxwell should have gotten the death penalty. So yeah, yeah, or at least they could have released the client list. Yeah, and there's there should be, right, every single one of them should be going to prison instead of, 
But like Macron is still the head of France and you know the king, the prince is still a prince in England and you know the Clintons are still alive so we can't can't release all those names you know. Yeah. Uh, you so know the, who, you know who else might be a friend of Epstein serving a Satan? Uh, there's a lot of people. Yeah, what about can we throw Rob Emanuel in there? Would you That would that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody on TV recently was trying to uh, talk about Rahm Emanuel. Did you hear this? No. Short clip, quick one. So far, uh, do you see anyone that's progressive enough for you? Well, first, let me say off the top, thank you so much for having me. Uh, When I hear names like Rahm Emanuel uh, being floated as part of Biden's cabinet, considering the fact that he covered up the murder of Laquan McDonald, Uh, in Chicago, considering the fact that he closed over 50 elementary schools and 30 mental health institutions, uh, it's incredibly alarming. (laughs) Uh, Oh, they they lost the feed? We we lost the (laughs) person in the lick there. Sorry about that. Uh, We'll try to bring him back at some other point. Oh, Uh, oops. So is that a no on Rahm Emanuel or, or a maybe? <laughs> yeah, the, the Rahm Emanuel story where, where he uh, stabbed the knife into the table over and over again, saying like people's names and then dead, dead, dead. So, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, seems this is the, this is the moderate is there anybody progressive enough for you? How about Rahm Emanuel? <laughs> this dude's like, no. Let me tell you why. Just like, oh, oh, he's gone. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so the the Burmist videos that I was talking about, I I don't even think I have them in the show note, but show notes, but people can find them. Uh, is CERN a cause for concern? Right. Alex Jones in the post-human world and. <clears throat> A post-human future on the Alex Jones show. This is, regular, this is a regular episode of Future Quake. We got Georgia Guidestones. We got Georgia CERN. Guidestones, CERN. That's what I'm saying. I tried to tie it, tie it together. But, uh, you know, the other ongoing big issue, and partially, at least, if not unmitigated, still good news, the Roe v. Wade thing. Uh, this article comes from LifeSite News. Supreme Court lifts lower court rulings blocking Down syndrome abortion bans and other pro-life laws. So, it's a, if you look at that article there, I mean, how can you want to abort the Down syndrome baby? Look at that kid. So, But uh, this is the issue, and I've talked about it on the show several times, but it's worse in other countries, you know, European countries, um, where they basically just tell you like, oh, well, we did the genetic testing and you're, the baby has Down syndrome and, you know, you, you don't want that. You want to just get an abortion. And it's, they make the doctors and the medical systems to varying degrees make it seem like the worst thing in the world, right? Like yeah. you're... Yeah. I've actually been through this. 
I didn't, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to share how much I want to share. Um, but it wasn't the uh, downstream or anything like that, but there was some serious health concerns with my wife's last pregnancy, uh, for several, a couple of reasons. And anyway, we got the genetic tests because it was free with We had really good health insurance coverage and all that stuff was actually going to be free for us. So we went through all these genetic tests and like met with geneticists and they explained exactly how it was but um yeah it was a weird experience because you know it the way they spoke about things they tried to remain um abject or you know objective uh but when they prepared us for the results so we went in we had one consultation where they would be hey this is what we'll be able to tell you and then the next time we went in, they actually told us everything. Praise the Lord, by the way. Everything was fine. There was no complications. But it was weird to go in for the first. And they were like, we'll tell you what if this is it. Or if this is it. Or if possibly this is it. And then you can make a decision based off of all that. And I was just like, all right. I don't know how many decisions are going to be made here. But you can go ahead and tell us. Like right. So... I have been through that situation. It's a weird situation nowadays that a lot of people maybe don't know about. But yeah, right. you go in and meet with the the magical men and women in white coats. And then they tell you, hey, your kid is going to be smart or not. Or have this genetic defect or have this. And, you know, it could have this chance at, you know, this disease or something like that. And we're going to let you decide accordingly what you want to do. It's like, okay, that's uh, I just want a heads up really. Yeah. It's all I want. Just w- I waiting to... until if they get, uh, you know, government run healthcare, mm-hmm. how long is it going to be your choice? Cause it, all those socialist European countries with all the government healthcare, it's well, you know, you, you really need to kill the baby. I mean, it's it's your job. It's global a global warming. They're a drain on society. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, the last that's, that's dark. Lifesite Lifesite article says uh, it's a it's a common practice around the world to abort preborn children, specifically because of a Down syndrome diagnosis. Yeah, and they do make a huge deal about that in the DNA process. Yeah. The, the pro-life Charlotte Lozier Institute estimates that abortion reduces the Down syndrome community in the United States by 30%, mm. despite research finding that 99% of people with Down syndrome describe themselves as happy, and only 4% of Down parents of Down syndrome children express regret about having them. That is I a low number. Found 4%, but, yeah, I was going to say, that's a low number, but still but kind of high. Can you find an, another group of people that 99% of them are going to say are going to describe themselves yeah, as happy. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think it's, we make any group of people. Yeah. So they, it's weird that through all those genetic tests and everything, nobody ever mentioned the possibility of autism. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's not genetic. You're like, don't don't worry, you'll find out about the autism after the <laughs> after the well child visits. Yeah. That is yeah. not funny. That is not funny at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's... I mean, they they basically admit they... Well, 
I mean, there's no real explanation for Down syndrome. Uh, there's, but there have been Down syndrome people for a long time, so it's it's not something that is a modern occurrence or or is suddenly happening much more often. And uh, that documentary that I've I've talked about before, World, World Without Down Syndrome, um, goes through that, and it, you know, it's got the Google. The Google techie who's running the genetic code on his, you know, his wife or partner's pregnant and, you know, making sure there's no genetic abnormalities. And the, the gal who has a Down syndrome uh, son who's doing the documentary asked him, like, well, what what if he's got Down syndrome? Oh, oh I definitely would end the pregnancy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like... Um, just because you can figure stuff out like um, genetic problems or whatever doesn't mean that that knowledge is is good for us yeah, and have, I, I, you know. I fully fully agree with that having even gone through that process it was free to us and we had some serious concerns some things that happened during the pregnancy that we thought might be detrimental so yeah so but but it's yeah, uh, but it's not necessarily it, it's not necessarily pro, pro-life laws basically are are saying like okay you can do the genetic testing but if it's a healthy down syndrome baby abortion is no longer an option yeah i guess we should also cap add the caveat that obviously everybody should know that all took place in washington state where Abortion is totally continues to be legal and oh, yeah. rampant. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was you. The, you sent me the Portland come for the abortions for the late stay term. for the stay for the legal meth. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. that's not funny, Andrew. Not yeah. funny. With the stay for the stay for the you know. Plentiful drugs in homeless camps. There, I, I had a, I had one. I saw one the other day. It was a meme. It said uh, I was in Florida and I saw a bumper sticker on a parked car that read, "I missed Washington State." So I stole their catalytic converter, threw a few hypodermic needles inside their car, <laughs> and left a note that said, "I hope this helps." I hope this helps. There you go. <laughs> aye, aye. All right, let's play the Bryson Gray clip from his new Roe v. Wade song. Well, oh, he's got a Roe v. Wade song. Okay, let's see here. Do-do-do. Thought a baby killer said something. They clip the arms first, next you know the legs coming. Planned Parenthood do that when they got a check coming. Give aborted fetal cells to who keep that bread coming. Hey, but anyway... Ay, it's a celebration, and I know they plan what they want is depopulation. Black people, 13%, been that way for generations. Every time I bring that up, they try to switch the conversation. Oh, they mad, 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 huh? Planned Parenthood about to lose that bag, huh? Liberals mad cause they can't sacrifice up or kiss the Satan. Ay, make it illegal in 50 states. Why you waiting? Planned Parenthood be selling baby parts, but who pay? Gosh. This is good. This is good. I like it. Sell it. it. Planned Parenthood 
be selling baby parts, but who's paying? That's right. Yeah, Planned that Parenthood be... selling baby parts, sacrificing babies to Satan. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And that's if a it's... big. That's a big part of the reason. You know, this is being fought against so hard is because that's a big business. Yeah. If it's just a clump of cells, then what? Why are you selling the organs? I mean, th- th- yeah, this is why they they don't want. You know, they don't even want the, oh, you've got to abort in the first trimester. They want the later term abortion because it's fully developed organs that you can sell for lots of money. So it's, uh, it's a, when you actually examine what they're doing, you have to see that it's evil. Yeah. this, This is demonic evil. This is not a you know kind of philosophical conversation there but. you know what i mean you know what did it for me uh, i think it was long long ago but it was one of those uh testimonies of a, a person who worked at an abortion center or whatever you know that uh and they just talk about like what actually took place and like what they witnessed and like you know babies grabbing onto the 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 instruments that are used to kill them or whatever and trying to fight it, yep. you know, stuff like that. That, that was, I mean, that was years and years and years ago, but I, I like heard, a, a, you know, a former nurse or whatever who performed abortions do a testimony. And after I got done with that, I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a wrap for me on that one. I don't think yeah. there's, <laughs> it's, 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 about, it's so not really the, a debate. It's about the end of that yeah. for me, so I'm out completely. So, all right, do we do? Uh, unfortunately, um, Doctor Zelenko passed away. Carrie Madej, uh died in a plane crash, or died? No, no, she, no, no she definitely didn't, didn't die. die but, definitely didn't yeah. die. Was involved in a plane crash. It was extremely odd. And uh, Doctor Zelenko has died of cancer. Although this is not new, he's been fighting this for years and years. But still. You know, right? You know, if they could shoot a like a little, you know, a little cancer ice crystal into you, you know, maybe maybe you take out a Doctor Zelenko or somebody. But he uh, he had a deathbed message. Do we hit that and then go to the donations, or do we want to do it after the donations? No, go ahead. It's pretty obvious what's going to happen right now. The World Health Organization, which is essentially funded by the sociopath Gates is gaining uh, more and more power over sovereign nations. Gates mess- messaged, messaged, I think five or six months ago, that smallpox is a big threat, and then uh, supposedly was eradicated in 1980, and it was only found in two labs in uh, America and in Russia, in DSL level four labs, um, the highest maximum security labs. And yet five days after the sociopath criminal Gates uh, said his prophetic words, a few vials of smallpox were found in an unsecure refrigerator in a uh, Merck laboratory in Philadelphia. And so it's not surprising to me now that we're seeing monkeypox. Uh, I anticipate uh, um, global panic about it. This will be the next media or narrative that uh, will continue the fear campaign to and lockdown campaign and mass campaign to 
uh, create anxiety, isolate you from people you love, and dehumanize you with with uh, these uh, face diapers. And so this is their playbook, and they're gonna keep on uh, sending wave after wave of their evil agenda until we make internal resolutions to kick the evil out from within us. We should, in my opinion, uh, denounce the worship of false gods, the god of technology, the god of science, the god of uh, corrupt governments, money, power, fame, and reconcile our hearts with our creator who's making us anew every instant in time. I mean, words of wisdom from somebody on their deathbed and somebody who uh, I think has been fighting this fight for a very long time and, uh, yeah, came to the conclusion that this is all just a war to get us to ignore the creator and we got to stop doing that. Yeah, I hope you... I mean, it's... You know, Judaism, it's got a lot of the right information, except on the really important parts, and I hope that he, you know, I hope he trusted Christ before the end. But Sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I always felt like he maybe did, but that's, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know the state too. of a man's I mean, soul. I never yeah. don't know the state of a man's soul, and I don't know how to speak on it or what it what that would even look like so but, he, but he, the, I, I love the courage and he was in a lot of really good uh, 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 videos by our friend Will of The Truth is Stranger Than Fiction He's, he, I think he used him a few times in uh, Zelenko and it just I don't know sometimes this the calm way he would talk about things like no this is this is this is what this is they're trying to deceive you. They're trying to drive you away from the creator. They're trying to right. to to get you to be scared and dehumanize and, and just I don't know. A couple times yes, when I he, heard that stuff, uh, it was in the right moment I needed to hear. You know. Well, and he, yeah, he showed a lot of discernment and from the beginning. Yes, he did. You know, I mean, this is he was not one of the even good doctors who started out with the, well, maybe we should only give the vaccine to old people. Right. Uh, you know, and then they woke up from there and now he, he was right on it from the beginning and you could tell he did a lot of, a lot of research and probably a lot of the same, um, information sources that we have yeah. judging from what is, you know, his beliefs were, but... 100%. So. Yeah, that's that's accurate. But the... Smallpox, monkeypox thing... Mm-hmm. The vaccine that they're they're pushing, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the cheap PR trick of like, oh, we don't have enough... We don't have enough monkeypox vaccine. Sorry, people are lined up around the block for this monkeypox vaccine in New York... It's really just a repurposed smallpox vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, going bad and uh, the company is going under and, 
oh, let's, uh, oh, government can buy a couple million doses and keep your company I, going. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on the monkeypox thing. Either they're going to, it's going to blow up or it's a way to hide vaccine-induced shingles. Um, yeah, I, I don't I know how like, they would blow it up. You yeah. know, they don't have like an infectious yeah. agent to do. It's just, yeah. yeah, you've got the shingles and the people messed up from vaccines and then give them more vaccines and and the whole like well you should only get the vaccine if you've been exposed to the virus okay because that makes sense scientifically it's (laughs) like you wait till you're exposed to the virus and then you get a vaccine to give you some of the same exposure that you just had i don't know well it wasn't it will who sent us like a a yeah. Uh, never before seen microbes locked in a glacier of ice or glacier ice could spark a new wave of pandemics if released. I mean, it's like aye, aye, aye. every science fiction film, <laughs> Jurassic Park. I mean, just everything. It's like, oh, we just got to go to the ice. There's Transformers. Uh, there's all always like an ice element. We'll just release this information. For, <laughs> release this this body from the North Pole and Antarctica. Yeah, I, I'm certainly not afraid of the smallpox or the, um, you know, which was most likely bed bugs. Sure, was the original smallpox stuff. But the, but yeah, I mean they're they're messing people up, and then they're gonna. You know, if they if they can't get the narrative going, if it if all it takes is a positive PCR test, we know that they can rig that however they want. Yeah. So they just have to That's get true. people taking the PCR test, and then they can do whatever results they want, whatever percentages and whatever numbers and died of this, died of that that they want. Yeah. Well, we should do the donations before. Before we'll get the, ready to do the donations, and I want to tell everybody uh, how that works. Uh, but I just discovered something interesting about the New World Order and Eugenics Wars, a Christian perspective, and eugenicswars.com. Did you see we got a listener who came to eugenicswars.com? And boom, popped. They heard an old interview with you, went to the website, came to our podcast, and then started listening to the podcast. So, uh, did, did I get that email? Was I that, don't know. I'll double check. I thought I sent it over to you, but I'll double check. But uh, Revelations cool. Re- Revelations Radio News has decided to become a listener or to be a listener supported production. This means listeners contribute to the show both financially and through volunteerism. Feel are you are getting value from this show? Please help us by becoming a supporter. We help. We count on you to help this work. All donations over $25 get a free copy of the New World Order and Eugenics Wars by Andrew John Hoffman shipped. If outside the United States, all donations over $40. You know, I'm noticing something about this book this time around. <laughs> What's that? It has globe propaganda upon it, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Globe yeah, no, propaganda this is, upon This the... is why I, I, you know, I shudder every one I send out. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be... It's supposed to be a baby on the altar. It is. There. Oh, and then didn't wasn't like the last minute they were like, let's take the baby off and just put the world. Oh, that was the uh, 
combination of, I believe, my parents and Chris White. Neither one of them were a fan of the baby getting sacrificed by the world leaders. I mean, so, I'm not really a fan of babies getting sacrificed by world leaders either, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, showing that uh, on, on the cover of the book. So, uh, yeah, David Dees is like, okay, well, how about this? And throws the throws the globe propaganda in there. <laughs> I just remember the first time I showed my wife the uh, epic eye roll that I received. <laughs> little did she, little did she know, yeah. we would become such good friends and eventually m- move to Oklahoma together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you can donate to the show many different ways. Most people do it through PayPal. That seems to be the way most people want to do it. Super convenient. Just go to PayPal or actually, no, go to revelationsradionews.com slash support. And right there, you can sit the little donate button. It says send money with PayPal. And then you enter in however much you want to send. You want to send a dollar. You want to do a subscription for a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. Or you just want to send one lump sum. You can do that as well. Uh, just below that says send money via usps to the p.o box so uh, you can send it that way to p.o box 7331 edmond oklahoma 73013 and then below that we have a bunch of qr codes for worthless uh oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) no below that we have a bitcoin qr code so if you want to go ahead and send us any bitcoin or pieces of bitcoin of course uh, Monero uh, looks like we still have XRP and Litecoin on there. And if you prefer some other form of crypto, let us know, and I can get you the wallet, and then uh, we'll figure out the rest from there. So thank you uh, to everybody. Oh, and there's also the buy me a coffee link. We've we've had three or four people buy us a coffee, but uh, I think you have to have a certain amount to even withdraw it. So I'll let you know we're gonna get those big bucks, Andrew, <laughs> when we divide all those. That's an interesting scheme there by the. Yeah, but I have heard uh, even is it Burmas and yeah, West yeah. American Vagabond like oh, they yeah, have no, it. They, they've they been pretty it. good from a not taking you off the platform perspective. Exactly, so. and I I believe it's Stripe. So anyway, uh, I think maybe they take a little less out than PayPal does. So hey, if you guys are interested, buy me a coffee. I think the way it works is. They assume that you're going to go get a latte at Starbucks, and so each coffee is $5. So it's $5 increment, $5, $10, $20, $25 donation amounts. So, all right. Without any further ado, let's get into the donations. If uh, you want to go ahead and start us off, we got some some regular donors there. It looks like I can spot at least four subscribers, and you-know-who. Yep. All right. So, Emily from Highlands Ranch, Colorado, with $10. That's a recurring donation. Thank you, Emily. Yes. And Danny from Medford, Oregon, with $25. It means we did another show. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. And uh, Kyle mm-hmm. coming in. Strong Kyle from Kent, Washington, the Kyle of the most famous Kyle of Revelations Radio News contributors, $125. Thank you very much, Kyle. Autumn, another recurring uh, donation. Beginning of the month, it's kind of nice. But yep. uh, that's when they all come in. 
$5 from Snoqualmie, Washington. And uh, Kyle from Newton, Massachusetts. It's good that there's at least one sane person in that state. Send us $10. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, hey. I was born there. Jerk. <laughs> and then, and, uh, go ahead. Uh, P.O. Box donation. Sounds like you've got some some paper goods do, to read a matter, from Christine in Manchester, New Hampshire. Well, yes. Christine from Manchester, New Hampshire sent... This is her bank check. So thank you, Christine. We do appreciate that. It's the largest bank check that we get on a regular basis for the monthly $30. So thank you very much for that. I'm also noticing I forgot to put the donation that you and I talked about on the spreadsheet here. So okay. I will jump... Uh, actually, I'll do the one well, I have on the spreadsheet and then there's yeah there's one more on the spreadsheet you want me to read that one uh that's fine uh yeah i can actually read it because i got a piece of paper right here yeah yeah. okay (laughs) does that blow out your eardrums yep (laughs) but we I, maybe this very note says I'll, that I'll, wait for the, I'll, wait for, I'll wait for the next one uh, Dear Tim and Andrew I suddenly realized that I've been listening beneficially to your podcast for about a year now without contributing to your continued endeavor I encourage you to continue alerting our Christian brothers and sisters to the sinister plans of the Great Reset while at the same time redirecting our attention and efforts towards spreading Christ's love and gospel uh, of the kingdom of God to a world in desperate need of it. Know that I am praying for the health and safety of you and your families. If possible, I would like to get a copy of Andrew's book to read. Thanks, Dale from Ankeny, Iowa. So, Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, that's uh, two. That's a. That's, uh, we have our regular donors from Iowa, but there's, yeah. there's another one. Yeah, I would have, maybe we should have moved to Iowa. Yeah, well, they tried to get you to move to Iowa, and <laughs> you said did. there was too much glyphosate, so <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, I got a lot to say about this next one, but oh, I forgot. We actually do have a, there's an email here. I, I need to shoot this person an email. So this e- this, 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 this letter, uh, kind of anonymous. It's interesting. So unless his name is... Baha'i, I think this is kind of anonymous. So this says, hello, friends. This is another P.O. Box donation. Hello, friends, Andrew and Tim, Tim and Andrew. Here is something to show my appreciation for the podcast. There is something special about the unpolished, rough quality of your show. Thanks. Thank you. We work hard to make it sound like we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) It uh, relates to me something genuine and pure, as if you have nothing to prove beyond your discussing some real issues that matter to you, which generally matter to me. Thanks for the conversations and encouragement during this increasingly difficult time. It's looking more and more like Armageddon. If it's not any trouble, I would like a copy, uh, I would like a couple of Andrew's books in order to give them to those who might be receptive to such ideas. Thanks. And then how do we, just Baha'i? Bye? Baha'i? I, I sent you the YouTube pronunciation guide. Yeah. Do you think that's right? And I, yeah, I don't know why you think it's a pseudonym. His name's a. What's his name? Well, the problem is, 
there were very, there were still variations. I know that. If, that's if what, the name so is so, what do you think it is? If the name is of uh, Indian origin, then it's pronounced, I think, just by. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. They're wrong. Okay. Fair, fair enough. B H I. So I don't know if it's a pseudonym or not, but uh, he says, "P.S. I enjoy the sound of paper." <laughs> being crinkled into the microphone uh, he sends his address um, there's an issue with the uh, uh, donations so I have tried to deposit this to my account several times through mobile deposit and they won't take it because he didn't sign the front of the money order that's what makes me think it's anonymous is we have a, a money order mm. two money orders and my bank won't take it <laughs> Because the front's not signed. So, anyway, I'll shoot an email off to... I'm sure I'm butchering the name, but we'll just say bye for now. Uh, But, yeah, I'll send an email off to you shortly and let you know, hey, these money order need to be signed. So, I don't know. Uh, That's where we are with that. So, we do appreciate you greatly for sending this amount of money to us. $200 was the amount of money you sent into $100 money orders. One for you, one for me. Uh, and then he expects a couple books, which I'm sure we can get to him. But I'll reach out and try and figure out how to uh, to sort this other other issue out. Yes. And uh, I just wanted to mention a nice email from Les and Gwen. Ah, yes, the homesteaders. Homesteaders in in the Yukon. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, I'm close to the other Yukon, Yukon, Oklahoma, slightly different. Uh, fewer moose down here. But uh, anyway, they, they sent some really neat pictures of the Arctic lights and just the scenery up there. Beautiful place. And as they pointed out, the, the moose, very organic. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you, it's a uh, you know Arctic tundra fed moose. So I do. There's a whole bunch of uh, we got a bunch of emails that we can read. They're super quick. Uh, Kyle of the hundred and twenty five dollar donation variety sent us an email. He says the other evening I was on a walk with my kids when my daughter out of the blue told us that space isn't real. My son and I both stopped at our tracks, and my son, the hyper-literalist, immediately started questioning her. The conversation was absolutely hilarious. I stayed out of it as much as possible to let them hash it out, but neither of them was able to convince the other. Thought you guys might get a kick out of that. Also, quick report from the Pacific Northwest. In Seattle, there are still plenty of people driving around by themselves, fully masked up. Oh, no. Pro-abortion signs are in all the shop windows next to their pride flags and leftist propaganda. The people walking around areas like Fremont and Ballard look like they are ready to drop an insane TikTok rant at any moment. Good times. (laughs) Thanks again for all your great work that you two are doing. God bless you guys. Kyle from Kent. I love Kyle. All right. And then we got another one from... uh, How old are his kids? I don't know. Well, I actually met his son. His son is young. His son is... Gosh, I I messed it up, but young. Like like less than teenager age. 
Well, that's okay. It's okay that he still believes in space. He'll come out. <laughs> Uh, this came from Phil. Uh, this was right after the last uh, email, or right after the last show, which I have a addendum to add to. So Phil sent, interesting that Zithromax is used to treat COVID. It is considered a treatment for walking pneumonia. Hmm. Guess oh. who, by the way, came across some Zithromax this last week? Hmm. This guy. So I took a little bit of the Zithromax with some zinc. You know, old Trumpster referred to it as the Z Pack. <laughs> Remember yeah. that years yeah. and years ago, and back when they he was the president, and they all thought he was nuts, and then they said he told us to drink bleach. Remember all that? Yeah, it's well, and they stopped treating pneumonia the way pneumonia has always been treated yes. successfully. Yes, and yeah, like oh, instead of you know making sure you don't lay down too long we're gonna put you on a ventilator so you have to be lying down and not give you anything that we would normally treat bacterial pneumonia with do you do you ever wonder like hey is my co-host completely sane is he a completely sane person or is he a little insane do you like do you ever wonder that no i don't usually wonder that no no this guy me kind of at the height of my sickness over those last couple of weeks one day decided that i was not going to lay around like i had pneumonia and and make it worse i was going to get active so i uh rode my bike (laughs) like i don't know it's like 12 miles or something but it was like 100 degrees out (laughs) rode my bike 12 miles. That might be a little excessive. In 100 uh, degrees to... uh, like get up and walk around every few minutes, not uh, not ride 12 12 miles. 12 miles in 100 degree heat. Yeah. Who's insane enough to do that? This guy. I am insane enough to do that. Did he make it back on your own or did you have to get picked up? Totally fine. Totally fine. I I brought a lot of water. I had so much water in my backpack. It was like two... But I, I stopped and drank it all it was it was good but uh yeah no i got back and i didn't i feel i didn't feel better that day but i i slept well that night and then felt better the next day so yeah. well that's that's pretty close to my dad's theory of medicine which whenever i was sick as a kid he would suggest going out and stacking some firewood yeah to, i mean that's to, same yeah. same yeah <laughs> same same it's like oh you just need to get some work done so. Yeah. Uh, I was going to see something else. Let your money grow into capital. This is a scam. This is a scam. Ah, this was from Chris, a uh, gentleman who also has a Proton Mail. A lot of our listeners have Proton Mail. Odd. Uh, Tim, Costa Rica is just like Portugal. Masks and shots abound. I run a business there and can tell you throughout Central and South America, you will not escape the growing menace. Pure Vida and God grant you many years, Chris. So I think I mentioned in passing, I was like, you ever just want to get out of the United States? Maybe we'd be better (laughs) off. Apparently, uh, Costa Rica, not the place. A wise man once said there's nowhere to run. Ah, nowhere to run, 1984. Yeah. All right, and then we have our friend Buck who messages, messages often. He says, I overheard y'all saying sunscreen is bad. Explain, please, or maybe give me the episode number. Seth okay. Holmes's Buck. So. 
So, skin cancer is a is a new uh, a new problem. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So people, you know, when they were walking from Missouri to Oregon, out mm-hmm. in the sun, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, no skin right. cancer. Right. So when skin cancer started to pop up is when we developed uh, Crisco and other seed oils. Mm-hmm. So, so the skin cancer comes with the combination of the seed oils, the processed foods, and sunlight. So if you take seed oils out of the out of the equation. Um, non-burning sun exposures actually prevents melanoma so if you're if you can get enough sun exposure you know and without burning yourself then that's actually prevents skin cancer the sunscreen is just a bunch of toxic stuff to you know not necessarily give you skin cancer but maybe some liver cancer Maybe just poison you in in other ways. So, all right, there you go. You know that that was the funny thing they used to say. Uh, don't worry about all the chemicals in the sunscreen. It doesn't. You can't leach through your skin. You know you can't get that. Right? <laughs> and then like you know in the early two thousands they start kind of like well here's a nicotine patch and here's a form of birth control that you just it's a patch you just put on your arm. It's like hey. So yeah, so the uh, so the Epsom salt bath can soak into you, but the sunscreen can't. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, actually, it was a tweet that I came across, and I, I tagged you in it. But this is way back on June first. It said, uh, "Revelations Radio News." I've only just found you. I've listened to an old video on GooTube called Mass Media and Public Relations Creates False Reality. Then I went to eugenicswars.com, which took me to RRN. I'm loving your work. Have shared with friends. We are in the UK. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? All, yeah, that's like, all... that's like an old school internet story. Like when you actually found new stuff that was interesting to you. you yes. Know, before they... They got the algos to trap everyone in their in their own little box and just reinforce the same stuff over and over again. Hundred percent. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that is an old school story, and that's 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 why I bought eugenicswars.com and and linked it up to our uh, to our show because yeah. it's on the back of the book, and uh, you got to get this. Got to get the word out about the. It's about a, the book. amazing that there wasn't like it. You know, a bidding war. For that domain but well, i know you're joking <laughs> but years ago i did check and it was like for sale for like fifteen hundred dollars so oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was expensive so but when i finally this last time checked they're like it's available i was like yes yes it nice. is i will take this okay yeah so i guess that's it so thank you guys all for your donations we really appreciate you we appreciate you sharing your emails sharing uh the show whatever you can do to help out uh super cool of you guys if you're sending stuff maybe don't send a money order and if you do send a money order let's go ahead and sign the front and uh yeah other than that thank you all very very much and uh let's get back to the show i wonder if you're have you gotten a local bank yet 
I haven't. But uh, I I tried the mobile deposit twice. It was rejected both times. And then I actually called and spoke to somebody today. I'm like, look, I've endorsed it the same way I endorse everything. Why is this getting rejected? They're like, mm. that one is getting rejected because the front isn't signed. So. Does it have your name on it or does it have both of our names it on doesn't it? have your any names no names just literally the, just, just says money order yeah. pay exactly to the order of and then it's blank so i wrote my name there yeah um and then below that it says purchaser's address which is also blank and then to the right of that it says purchaser's signature and of course i i can't i can't do that so, so what I just I I did not do very much research on what bank to join, but I love my bank. Okay, in Oklahoma. Like which which bank did you get? F and M Bank. F and M. First Fidelity. No. 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 It's a it's a a farmer bank. Oh, cool. But they. You know, they recognize me from like going in there the first time. Yeah. And like I I've never showed ID. I've never Yeah. I don't have to break out my debit card. You know, you you can't make a deposit in the ATM. You yeah. actually have to deal with a person. It's like, you know, it's kind of nice. Yeah, no, I get it. I I had they, that. They one. give you a piece of candy. You know, you make a deposit, they give you a piece of candy, positive reinforcement. So, Andrew Hoffman, so, Andrew John Hoffman, ladies and gentlemen, they so, give you a piece of candy if you put your money it's in It's a there. good bank. It's a good bank. I like it because they make so, me go inside and talk to the people. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I think they might let me uh, deposit an unsigned money order. That's oh. what I'm saying. Well, yeah, not probably one that I've endorsed. <laughs> so, anyway, um, very good, very good. Get the candy, talk to the people. <laughs> <laughs> I had one, man. I had an awesome. I mean, I still do, but my bank is uh, it's a local bank up there in Washington, First Security Bank. It was uh, yeah, same sort of deal. I actually knew somebody that was on the board like that's how small it kind of was and then he recommended it so i went in and same thing ever since we started going in there people would just oh yeah hey hey tim how's it going and i would like walk in and just say you know i'd like to withdraw they'd know exactly who i was they would look it up and yeah never have to uh show id or anything same same sort of deal i actually called him recently i was like hey i need something done he's like oh it's good to hear from you yeah well they should help you out then. Yeah. Come on. It's a money well, order. Yeah. No, it's a money order. Yeah. So. It's Western right, we Western got, Union. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was basically like cash. I don't it know. It is. It's like a traveler's check. So it's strange that they're being picky about it. All right. Well, thank you for the attempt. Yes, very, very much. Yes, we'll figure it out. So, anyway, moving right along. All right, let me get back into the clips list. Let's play some crazy people. Crazy people? Yeah, crazy people. So, this Uh, is just random, insane people from various countries. Uh, Hmm. Kind of joking about that, but but not totally joking. Um, 
Let's start with the crazy Canadian guy. I know a few of those. <laughs> and that's the point. No, it's a, it, it's, it's, it's about up-to-date vaccination or up-to-date vaccinated. So we all want to ask ourselves whether we are up-to-date in terms of our vaccinations. And to be up-to-date means that we've had a dose of vaccine in the last nine months. Now, nine months exactly for the purpose Dr. Turkam uh, mentioned, uh, NACI recommends six months. So after six months, you should be receiving your, your third dose if you've had, you've had your, your two doses. But then you may, may need a bit more time just to get an appointment. And if you've been recently infected, you might not want to receive that additional dose right away. So nine months seems to be a reasonable time for people to be expected to be uh, receiving their additional dose uh, and therefore to keep being up to date. And by the way, if I may add, um, about 60% uh, of adults uh, currently would be uh, having, having had, would have, would have had a third dose, so they would be considered to be up to date in that uh, particular uh, sense. But that's, that means that another 30% uh, or 40% of adults are, would not be up to date as, as of now. So that's why in the next few weeks, uh, we will be working with provinces and territories to make it uh, easier and to encourage all those Canadians to be uh, receiving their third dose and to give them the level of protection that a third dose would provide, um, uh, given what experts tell us. Now, I would also uh, say that uh, as we you, do you that, we'll be it's able just, to catch up with some of the... It's just an insane ramblings. You, you were actually serious. I thought you were sarcastic about the insane. No, it's a, the only thing I was joking about was it's not a random insane person. It's like government officials in all these clips. So. Somebody did the math on this. They're like, all right, so according to health officials in Canada, I have to get a COVID vaccination every nine months. Yes. Which... Basically, they did some, you know, rough math on the life expectancy, and it was like, so you're basically going to get sixty COVID shots. <laughs> yeah, well, and now the number of doses that they ordered and paid for from the drug companies makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? And it's those crazy conspiracy theorists that were saying, "Hey, you know, you're buying into a subscription plan." Hmm. Kind of looks like we were right there. Uh, but it's not just Canada. No, we could we could kind of write write it off as a one-off there. I, I like the math where he's like 30% of adults, and then he's he realizes that 60 plus 30 does not equal 100%. And he corrects himself and says 40%. So, yes, 40% of people in Canada figuring it out. And um, he says, well, make it easier. Do you... Do you think that the people aren't getting their third dose because it's not easy enough to get a COVID vaccine? Do you think that's what's going on here? Or could it be that they don't want it? I don't know. Uh, so mandates coming back to Canada if they, if they think they can get away with it. And let's find out about Australia. Now I've got a crazy Australian lady who's been... A part of the show before 
Um, and a Yus- crazy Yusinda? Australian oh, man. So go ahead and play the the lady first. Look, I think the evidence is really clear, and I think um, we have to acknowledge when evidence changes. So my message to everyone is disregard anything we said about two doses. <laughs> it's three doses or more. And as ATAGI continues to watch the evidence, they might broaden the um, criterion. It's important that you keep engaged with those messages and know if you're eligible for further vaccines. Just uh, just keep checking in. It's, just or more. Us, just keep checking in. Let just it, forget what we said, but two means two. fully vaccinated and you can have your life back. Uh, no, it's just three or more. It's in it. Narrator. There would be more. Yes. <laughs> it won't stop at three. They might say, this is your new, uh, you know, COVID plus monkeypox vaccine. Or uh, this is your new Omicron vaccine. So we're not going to call it a third booster or, you know, fifth dose or whatever. We'll call it a, the first of the whatever fake version they, they've got out. But. Uh, and the kicker, one more, uh, one more crazy Australian man and crazy people generally think it's the other people that are crazy. Right. So that's, this is an example of that. I'm, I think I'm crazy. So I don't know. <laughs> the very important message that Dr. Chant and I are here to say today, and she'll give more detail is if you haven't had, uh, your full doses and most of the population, uh, and know that you can have up to three doses and then possibly four or even more if you're older and in certain circumstances with comorbidities, in other words, other serious illnesses, or perhaps you're immunocompromised. But if you've had two, for example, or one, and you haven't had your full three, put it bluntly, you're crazy. You should go and get them because that is what's going to make a difference to stopping or at least reducing the chances of you ending up in hospital or ending up possibly dying. Um, I can't stress this enough. I think uh, there are some in the community who uh, are just very busy. Um, there are others in the community who think the pandemic's over. Both of those, on both of those counts, they're wrong. So I would strongly encourage, I mean, I know I have friends who've said to me that they're fully dosed, and when I ask the question, they've had two doses of vaccine. And as a health minister, I quickly tell them, go and get your third dose. Um, I would encourage everybody to be a mate to their mates in New South Wales, indeed across Australia. Um, ask, have you had your full three doses? Full three doses? Oh, how long is it going to be three doses? Yeah. You know, a couple things. One, I don't think that the pandemic's over, nor do I think that I'm too busy. I just think you're full of crap. <laughs> I think could you're a health. Be? I think could, you're a could health there be minister. a person or two out there that doesn't think the vaccines are safe and effective? Yeah, could I, that I th- possibly I think, be something. I think you're a useless bureaucrat health minister who you know, thinks who thinks it's your job to tell me what to do, and I don't really care. That's if, that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I am not what they call vaccine hesitant. I wanted everyone to kind of understand that. I think you might have gotten the idea, but not vaccine hesitant, 
just not interested in your snake. Oh, oil. I just I didn't, I didn't I didn't know there were COVID vaccines available. Bro, I, I was, was so, so busy. busy. I, I got two track. of them and then I forgot I was supposed <laughs> to get the third, but now yeah. I know, so I'll go down and get it. So the Is there anything the else video, I need to stick into my body while I'm at it? The video, so the doctor that he's referring to is the gal in Australia who had the facial paralysis after the oh, the gosh. first or second dose yeah you know selling it great though a little guillain beret don't worry about it though nothing to do with the vaccine pull pull the newsome out here yeah <laughs> pulling a newsome yeah so it's i i sense a little fear in his voice though like he he knows people aren't buying it the way they were buying it before yeah, because there there's dudes dying on the how do they how do I, how do I say this correctly, the soccer pitch. There's people yeah, dying on the soccer pitch, just falling over and dying. People do you people think are it, starting to see? Hey, some, some you think there's any going on. any guilt or at least a little bit of fear? Like maybe the plebs are going to figure this scam out and come after me, and maybe the the people controlling me are using me as a uh, scapegoat between the the people that I'm forcing this on. Narrator, they were. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, old. Uh, I didn't bring any stories because I don't, you know, get me to talk about British politics. It's I I could care only slightly less about British politics than about uh, the monarchy in, in Britain. <laughs> but uh, Boris has had like 40 people resign. In a day, yeah. So they're trying to, they're trying to force them out. So it's some weird parliamentary thing where it's like, well, if we resign, you have to resign, Boris. So yeah, Zuby was perplexed. He was on Twitter trying Let's to figure what out what in the world's going on with that. I don't. Even, why are they trying to force him out? Like he, he will do anything they want him to. He's fully caved on COVID. You know, I mean, even worse than than Trump. Yeah. He's full, all in on global warming. He's all in on it, all this stuff. It's like yeah. just let him do his thing. Yeah. But, no, it's you're right. Remember, he he completely changed after COVID. There's a there's a lot of conspiracy theories and uh, even more to be made from the whole. You know, he was killed and cloned or something because he he started yeah. behaving completely. Just got a, a Boris double. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar to. Completely different. Trump. I yeah. mean, it, it it's if it's a Trump uh, double, it's a pretty good one. I think they just made him an offer he couldn't refuse. But mm, yeah, or showed him a video that they had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you know, you would have thought that he'd get the. I thought they got the video right away. Like he, you get elected, you get in the. We've got something to show you. Just you get the video. Something happened though. Something happened in 2020. Yes, not that he wasn't selling us out before that. Yeah, but yeah. He I, signed I do think there was a shift. A lot of that there, stuff. There was a shift September after COVID. Yeah. Maybe not quite as pronounced as Boris, but uh, yeah, there's. Some sort of operation going on there. A lot of people don't want it, but I, I think you should get it. No, 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 no. I think you should. No, go get it. Go get the vaccine. Yeah. You could, some people can say they don't want it. 
Hey, I know you're going to boo. Okay, yeah, Bill O'Reilly, you seem to be doing great. I'm glad we both got our boosters. Yeah. It's not uh, like you look like death warmed over. At, it's not even that old, but... You know who won't be getting his booster? Bill Maher. <laughs> this man will not be getting a booster. Yeah, I've, I've got a feeling... Uh, who's the other... Um, liberal talk guy who's been complaining about the vaccine? John Oliver? No, 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 no. No. Oh, John Oliver hasn't been... been no, I'm sorry. Who? No. I don't know. Oh, you're not, not Michael Mann. Not... Uh, shoot, I don't remember. Anyway, we've played clips from him before. Yeah. He's, you know, he seems to be an honest liberal and was uh, talked about his own vaccine injuries. Oh okay, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'll be getting the booster. No, for sure. Did you hear about the Germans buying up all the wood? <laughs> no, I did not. Germany's energy crisis, caused by their support for the current thing, has prompted mass panic buying of stoves and firewood. Fearful that the country's over-dependence on Russian gas will lead to energy rationing in a freezing winter, Germans have bought up pretty much the entire supply of firewood, with supply unable to meet intense demand. People are unsettled or even scared, says the Central Association for Sanitary Heating and Air Conditioning. At least some customers will probably not get their stove before the end of next winter. The waiting time in some cases is over a year, and the run on stoves and firewood has also spread throughout Europe. The price of wood pellets to heat boilers has also doubled since the start of last year. Germans were previously told by Economy Minister Robert Habeck that they should make sacrifices for the current thing by taking few Fewer showers. Germany's Bild newspaper even ran an article claiming that avoiding showers makes you smell better. Big doubt. The vice president of the European Commission also previously urged people to support the current thing by not driving cars and airing their clothes instead of washing them. Government Minister Peter Hawke also told Germans they should cope with soaring energy costs by merely turning off the heating and wearing warmer sweaters. Before the current thing began, Germany imported about a third of its gas from Russia. A cost of living crisis also saw German Inflation hit an all-time record high last month, but now Germans are preparing for a drastic lowering in living standards, safe in the knowledge that at the very least, they'll be proudly displaying their support for the current thing. Oh, and to protect the liberal world order, which I'm sure cash-strapped Americans are also overjoyed about. Well, what do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay 4.85 a gallon for months, if not years, this is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Uh, Prices have gone up. By we, uh, what we are you talking about there? We have to support the, like, Uh, you, you and me. I, I don't think I'm included in that we. No, no, no. We had to support the liberal, <laughs> liberal world order. I don't have any uh, any blackmail material in the hand of Ukrainians that's got, forcing me to, or a money laundering operation or anything like that. We so got this video we got to show you. It's uh, I, I, I literally don't have to stand up for Ukraine. Are you not going to stand up for Ukraine, bro? <laughs> no, no. 
No. No. No. Bro, are you, <laughs> next thing you're going to tell me, you don't even want us to send aid to Ukraine. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm fine sending food and stuff if they want some food, but uh, maybe some, some better advice I'd recommend. <laughs> it, maybe the president who's trying to get every single person in his country killed uh, to... You know, do the bidding of his of his World Economic Forum masters. Um, might need some better le- leadership over there. But. Yeah. So you're saying that you don't think that this guy is the best person to be helping decide how much money goes to Ukraine? Uh, yeah. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going 12, supposed to announce time. that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I... 12 or 13 times as the vice president. Yeah. Hmm. That seems just, normal. Uh, totally yeah, normal. Just, just, yeah. It's... A totally random occurrence that we yeah. have all this stuff happening in yeah. Ukraine when nothing to do like, with Hunter, yeah, blackmail, got Russian prostitutes. Gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from oh. uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to the press conference and said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. <laughs> and by solid, solid I mean <laughs> I completely mean blackmailable and under the <laughs> yes. thumb of the Americans. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. Well, it, uh, you know, I often think about why, why Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, you have to at this point. It's just, yeah. it's like, it feels like they've had to cram in the entire liberal so world insulting. order agenda, and it's extremely insulting. But they feel like they have to cram the whole liberal world order agenda in before the midterms like that feels like a lot of what they're trying to do here yeah. but yeah joe biden is the worst he's i don't even think anybody in washington likes this man it's almost like we can't trust the elections tim <laughs> you're, you're serious <laughs> i don't know it's a, i mean no no i'm not even talking about the elections i'm talking about other people in dc i think they i think everybody hates this man yeah it's yeah. like he's just a like a figurehead. People would rather schmooze well, with, it, with Obama of all people. See than the, that have that's to talk the to him. yeah that's the angle that I don't that I I think about it from is I mean we're clearly supposed to hate him yes, right but it's hundred percent but we're not supposed to be fooled by him like that with Obama there was the element of like. Yeah, I mean, half the country will hate him, but half the country will kind of like, you know, okay, he does a good speech and he says nice things and we're we're okay with it. And with Biden, it's just like, man, they 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 want you mad. 
Yeah, they do. And I, I wonder if they read him in on the fact that... Uh, I think they did, actually, because during the campaign, he said, oh, yeah, the economy's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to no, be... And he, he said, I promise you I'm going to shut down fossil fuels and stuff. Like, yeah, it's, During one of those debates, uh, Trump... There's a whole clip. I guess I should have grabbed it, but Trump corners him on something, and then he says, "No, I think I'm going to shut down and move towards shut down fossil fuels and move towards uh, uh, yeah, it's always like energy. move towards green energy, yeah, but, green energy or something like that." And he goes, and Trump like raises his eyebrows, like, "Oh, that's a big statement." Is you hear that? And then uh, he, he basically doubles down, and then Trump says, "I know this because he said Oklahoma." Trump says, "Okay, you hear that?" Oklahoma, Texas. Hmm? You hear that? And he starts just—he <laughs> started listing out like you know states that can produce oil. He's yeah. going to shut down oil. But yeah, no, he said he was going to do it, and they did it. I mean, I don't know, man. Well, they've yeah. penetrated the cabinets so, of all of the world yeah, leaders. and it's not just the governments, though. It's also let's not pretend the oil companies aren't in on this. Yeah, no, they're making record profits right they're now. They're making. Record I don't know. profits and I, there was. And I went we to the gas s- station just recently. I went to the gas station and I was there. And while I was there, the cashier was on Twitter, and he saw that the president, the Joe Biden, had said, "You got to lower the, the prices." And blame so, the gas station. Yeah, no, he owners. said you got to lower the prices. So he lowered the prices. Right then, so I got like a dollar. I got a dollar <laughs> oh, nice. per gallon off. Wow! And I, as I was leaving, I just thought, you know, thank you, Joe Biden. I thought th- th- first off, I thought thank you, Joe Biden. Also, thank you, gas station attendant who happened to be following Joe Biden on Twitter. Because had he not been, <laughs> then the message never would have got through, and then I would have paid full price for gas. But yeah. but he did. He was on Twitter and he said it, and then there was the people who heard it, and then they just lowered the price. Like oh. Joe Biden said lower it, and then they did. It's it. We do not have local uh, gasoline networks. No, not at all. You know, I mean, even in Oklahoma, where we probably should. Yeah, no kidding. I, I mean, can we, uh, yeah, can every state just there, go there's off? Oil, of your, <laughs> yeah, there's oil anywhere every, you look. Yeah, that's why. That's why when Texas says they're going to secede, all you know. Which is like, I don't know, every other day they say they're going to secede. But it's like, eh, they would fare better than a lot of states. Yeah. A lot of states. Uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be weird if we completely eliminate oil while living in a state where it comes up out of the ground. Like, I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's incredibly artificial. And it's, yeah. I mean, you have to see it's not... (laughs) But it's not the gas station owners. I mean, no, that, that clearly so was. But can we talk about the oil companies and their connections to the whole green energy deal and the yeah. whole ESG thing? And the, yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah, this is the, Enron is not our, well, it's, there's no Enron anymore, but. Sure. British Petroleum, not our friends. No, still not our friends. Yeah. All right. I got an X-Files clip. Have you seen this like two-minute clip of an X-Files episode? They basically took all the highlighted parts of an X-Files episode and put it uh, together into a two-minute clip. 
this is actually contains, uh, of all people, Seattle's uh, own Joel McHale uh, as a guest star on the X-Files. Is this the one about the virus? Yeah, yeah, the virus and then the problem reacts and solution and a couple other things. Uh, it has all, it's got, it's all in there, man. But So it's clipped in there, but it's all from one episode. It's all from one episode, exactly. It's the ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. A government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient. By severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves. In a state of perpetual war, to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home. With tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S. The building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose. The corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. <laughs> it's a long long narrative it's a long long narrative but it's i mean it's crazy that's from the early 2000s yep. still you know pretty 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 dead on you got the chemtrails i mean you got everything in there yeah yeah there's weather it's, wars it's almost like they're they're planning it but when you compare the pace of kind of new world order events from the 90s till now it's crazy yeah no it's yeah we're we're going into overdrive i mean part of me thinks that this whole pandemic everything was like to you know there was the the protests in hong kong and protest you know yellow vests in france and then people were starting to get on to the epstein thing and really starting to understand that it was a lot of you know world leaders and things. You know, part of me thinks this was all just a just a, a way to distract us all from Epstein well, and, and a lot of that stuff. Yeah, or to try to accelerate 
what was yeah. going on. I mean, well, and, and don't forget the anti-vax movement, which, by the way, didn't used to be exclusive to uh, Republicans. Right. Yeah, you that's know, a good I mean, point. California, Oregon, Washington, there's lots of yep. people saying, like, why are we injecting 90 vaccines into our kids? Right. You know, like, that really has nothing to do with autism, huh? Hmm. Interesting. So it's interesting. I'll just delay or yeah. not. Yeah. Delay was a good one. That was, a, yeah. that was code so the, for, yeah, I'm just delaying until we get another doctor. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, children's delay. I think, did you mention the Wakefield movie last episode? Um, but anyway, next, no, uh, infertility, a diabolical agenda, um, Wakefield and its Children's Health Defense put it out. Hmm. So you can you can watch it for free, but I I don't have any clips or anything. But uh, infertilitymovie.org. He's talking about the the Kenyan deal with the tetanus vaccines. We've okay. talked about that before. Uh, but the, one of the preview clips, the, the guy there in Kenya is like, you know, they're coming for you too. Like once they're done with Africa, you're yes. next. Absolutely. Didn't some country just signed on for COVID vaccines? They're trying to take over by force, take over these uh, African nations. Because let me let me tell you guys out there, in case you're curious, very little uptake in the old yeah. Africa Yeah, on, on the vaccines. Well, it's because of the tetanus vaccine thing and all the other yep. Gates Foundation things. They've yep. been killing Africans for years, yep. and they figured it out. They're not... You know, they're not going to do it. And they've got, for the most part, they've got the leaders on board, but it, there's no infrastructure to like forcibly inject the whole country when 90% says, uh, no, not happening. And they, I mean, they've killed off a few presidents here and there to, oh, to make yes. their point. But yes, yes, they so have. the, so that's, Worth checking out. Um, Austrian health minister. This comes from Paul Craig Roberts, Austrian health minister and medical profession. Dispute responsibility for massive COVID vaccine deaths and health health damage. So the uh, the health minister is blaming the doctors for not properly informing patients about the risk of the vaccines. Hmm. Oh, really? It wasn't the government pushing that? Interesting. Uh, got I, I can see that coming, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If if, so, if things start to go real bad, they can say, "Yeah, well, they'll, you know, they'll pin we, it on the doctors." To... We didn't force you guys. Oh yeah, it was informed consent. You guys, yeah. yeah, we didn't force anyone to take the vaccines. Yeah, we didn't force it. So you kind of took it of your own volition. Yeah, that literally says right in the Pfizer paperwork that it's experimental, you know, everyone knew that, right? Mm. Uh, on a related note, Steve Kirsch's recent uh, two and three-year-old kids with seizures is the new normal. Mm. Uh, about five days after the COVID vaccine, have a seizure coincidence, of course. Christmas tree uh, toxicity. Yeah. Uh, this was also sent to me an in inconceivable truth excellent post i think will sent that actually that was mm. good uh that'll be in the show notes 
and I got my words of wisdom in there too that I will I will steal from a tweet at the end. Okay. But uh, you might think you know what this clip is about, Tim. Okay. But I don't think you do. Let's right. play Dead Chicken. Dead Chicken. Do, 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 do. But one day when Nick says the rooster followed him and attacked him. His neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when Dave Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. I said, I'm calling JSO. I called JSO. JSO didn't do not. And then a couple days later, I, I realized I could call animal control. And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. While the neighbors continue the fight, Nick says he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. <laughs> A little neighbor dispute over the chicken. I mean, they're not dying at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, this, those are the... Uh, the Franken chickens with the the giant fat. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop your behind if that was a local story. Was that local? Not local to us. Right. A... Thank the good Lord. <laughs> it's not the kind of PR we need out there right now, Andrew. <laughs> he called the chicken police on me. This dude called the chicken police. <laughs> so this is you know this is the only type of chicken calling that we should have to worry about is the neighbor on neighbor rooster attack defense <laughs> not the killing millions of chickens that we talked about last week but anyway thought it was good you got anything else you ready for words of wisdom uh, let me check my notes here we got dead chicken cyborg slaves of satan we played all the clips, so all yeah, the ones I'm, that I... I'm, I'm checking mine, Rahm Emanuel, X-Files, Zelenko, and oh yeah, I think we're all good. I think I got everything. got the show title, Cyborg Slaves of Satan. I think I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready right. for it. Are we going to do it? Let's do this. comes from the uh, Clemenza Twitter account, at Carney, like carnivore, uh, Carney Clemenza. He says, it's as simple as eat real foods. It's made complicated by marketing budgets telling you otherwise. So, and then the first comment down below is, I saw a speech by a nutritionist and he said his best diet advice is, eat whatever you want as long as you make it yourself. And it works, especially because most fast foods like fries, chicken strips, cupcakes are time consuming to make, while whole foods are quick and easy. So, there you go. Eat whatever like you it. want as long as you make it yourself and eat real foods. Well, the last time I made some Sour Patch Kids, it took a while. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to make, isn't it? It is tough to make. It kind of makes you wonder, is it really cheaper to put all those chemicals and artificial flavors and 
and dies into the food, or is there another is there another agenda at play? So. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely true. And uh, I'll add on to that: eat more eggs. Yeah, it's that's a a true multivitamin there. Yep, eggs and it, especially if you're not going to eat uh, beef liver crisps, you know, oh, eat, oh. at least eat <laughs> at least eat some eggs. I've got, got them sitting right on the desk here, Tim. Oh, I think this, I think that's what gave me COVID. <laughs> got the COVID from the beef liver crisps. Got the, got the taste of blood in my mouth. I was like, yeah, it's. That's good. I'm starting to feel sick now. Yeah, I think so. That was the real problem all along. It's just too many people eating beef liver <laughs> crisps. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been the problem, my friend. <clears throat> well, all right. Awesome. Good deal. Good job. Uh, stay cool out there. It's been 100, 105 degrees. Is this global warming? Is this what's happening? No, but. Uh, you know, on the sunscreen rant from earlier, you got to make, if you think like, oh, I'm probably okay, I'm probably not eating many seed oils, like you, you still are. I, I speak from experience and have the recent sunburn to prove it, so. I just limit my time, man. I just like limit it. No sunscreen, just, I mean, yeah. I guess if you're, if you're golfing 18, you can't limit it. You're just, you're just in the middle of the, you're in the middle of it and you got to fit in your golf every day right Andrew yeah you gotta gotta get the golf in although I'm I'm usually golfing either early not early in the morning but earlier in the morning or after work after 7 p.m. in the evening so it's sun's not bad then so. all right perfect all right well thanks guys for tuning in and uh, we'll try and get a show out to you guys again next week thanks for listening A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast.